wasn't happy in my life, no clarity on direction in my life, what I wanted to do. All I knew is just I was miserable. I hated my job and I hated everything. I wanted to change everything and I wanted to feel happy and peaceful. You have a big part in creating this experience and you can also have a choice and create a different experience. I'm like a newborn person. You can decide how you want to look at life and also you try different things. If you feel like this is something that's calling you, then just don't listen to your fears. Your fears will try to stop you to, from change and from doing something different. Try to really listen to what your inner voice is saying. So if you really call to it, do it and you won't regret it. Well, welcome, sister. So good to have you here. And this is really a, a moment of celebration and culmination of your journey. Thank you so much for uh, accepting this invitation to share your story and to share your journey, because I think a lot of people have no idea, you know, what psychedelic therapy, psychedelic integration means really. And how does that look like? You know, how does that translate in somebody's life? So I'm really excited, you know, to to share some perspective from an insider's journey and yeah thank you so much for for doing this your journey was you know quite a while we started in uh, 2012 we finished uh, 15 months later the beginning of September 2023 so just for people to understand that what we're going to talk about this kind of transformation happened over a period of time some people say that's a long time I think it's relative you know compared to what it's it's long or short but just to say that it was over a 15 months period and during this time you had 48 uh, individual sessions you know in in our personal container to to help you to support you on this journey so the first thing I'm curious about if you can share a little bit with us that can you recall that at the beginning when you connected with me when you came to the program where were you in your life what was happening in your life at that point and uh, what 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 is that you wanted to change and why um obviously I wasn't at that point um wasn't happy in my life I wasn't sure what I wanted um there's definitely like no clarity on like direction in my life, what I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. All I knew is just I was miserable and I hated my job and I hated everything. <laughs> and I just wanted to um, change. Um, I wanted to change everything and I wanted to feel uh, happy and peaceful and not feel like, um, you know, life is shit and there is nothing really there. <laughs> um, and uh and I guess one of the biggest things that I wanted is just to um, know myself more. That was one of the biggest um, goals that I had because I realized one day that I don't even know what my favorite color is. So, so yeah, at the point, uh, it seems not long time, but to me, it feels like it's been like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just complete uncertainty and just very you know not the bottom yet but it was pretty dark and depressing and just unhappy with everything and I just wanted to know if there's another way or if there's more to life than just existing wow yes thank you so much I I, I have a lot of people actually come 
you know, with similar intentions and who feel, you know, same way as you. And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners can relate to those feelings of hopelessness and depression and confusion and, and not knowing, you know, what to do. But the only thing you know that you don't want to continue like this, right? That, that something needs to give, something needs to change. And, and that's when, you know, new, do new doors open for us and uh, we start to do this work. So at the beginning of your process, so we did um, a good couple of weeks, almost two months preparation before you went for an ayahuasca ceremony. And after the ceremony, just to make it clear for people, we had a year long kind of integration container when, when you receive this support and guidance. And at the beginning of the journey, you know, because how this medicine works is just obviously we'll bring up from the past what we carry and what is not serving us anymore. So we can, you know, look at them and let them go with gratitude. So that's really the first phase of the process. And 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 this this part for everybody is always around past stuff you know what happened certain things that happened in the past and to revisit places and to um, make make uh, things put them to rest so to say and make peace you know with ourselves with our past can you recall you know that at the beginning what were those things from your past in particular that kept coming to you and bringing you know information and, and guidance about your journey um but sorry could you clarify what do you mean like things from our past like um yeah you know like a lot of people we say that part of the healing process is freedom from the past right when we kind of heal past trauma or things that went wrong in the past we can somehow correct it you know in the present moment and uh you know, we all have things, you know, that we need to deal with. So oftentimes when we embark on this journey of self-discovery and healing, we, the first uh, journey, the first trip that we take is into the past, you know, to, to look at certain things and to deal with certain things that were not dealt with. And uh, a lot of the things comes from childhood, right? A big part of this work is inner child work, you know, um, dealing with emotions from the past and that kind of stuff. So what I wanted, to, what I was curious about, how did this manifest for you in general and what happened to you, you know, in that first few months after the ceremony? Um, yeah, so, um, I never was, I want to say connected to my emotions, but I was always suppressed them. And that was how I grew up and how I was raised. And that was kind of the mentality um, of the country that I grew up and the, my family dynamic. Uh, so um, after the ceremony, it's just like a volcano exploded. And so literally every single emotion that could ever possibly be experienced, like the all came out and it wasn't just like a few months after it just continuously like kept like gushing out of me and um it was very um difficult experience because uh, I had to at first like accept the fact that now I I have to feel all of this and I have to you know give space and sit through it and process it and then like it felt like the more you felt it the more it came out so it was just like a never-ending um waterfall of just all those emotions coming out uh and then after accepting it just like kind of tried to work through it so it was um 
it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I mean, it was all things that I didn't even know were there. Uh, different types of emotions connected to different experiences. A lot of things um, from my childhood and my parents and uh, a lot of sadness and then the anger and just so much. And it was pretty overwhelming to um, to deal with while, you know, you were there. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing this. This is such a big part of the process. And I I know that people will understand it so much better now, this type of emotional release, the first few months after the ceremony. Uh, that's part of the process. And it is very intense, as you said, because we suppress those things for a long time. And now we are feeling it all. That's what you were talking about. And and that can be overwhelming. And we call this an emotional roller coaster in the process. And you definitely experience that. Um, what what uh, what helped you, you know, to navigate and to process this part of your journey, uh, you know, and to deal with this? And then what happened after, like, when, when things started to calm down? Um, well, having weekly sessions with you obviously helps a lot because you will constantly talk me off the edge and you will help me to uh explain and understand where the emotions come from and like you know that I, I I think I had a really hard time accepting them like it was for me it was like why is this happening I don't really want to feel this and there's a big part of me that just felt like me feeling that wasn't a good thing and you know, I shouldn't be feeling all these negative emotions. So I think uh, with with your help, um, just accepting them and understanding that it's not permanent, that it will, it's temporary. And also to have a perspective, which you also helped me see that um, all these emotions that I haven't felt in years um, that, you know, I don't know, like 30 years probably, um, start coming out now um, so it's it's okay for it to be intense and you know for all of these emotions being there for so long and never been felt uh, it's okay to have it and just it's a good thing that it's to feel them and to go through them and that I think what really kept me going that and a lot of times I was like, okay this is I can't do this anymore <laughs> but um, what keep me going is that knowing that it will pass even though for me, uh, a lot of times it just felt like it's never going to stop. And I just honestly just saw the real life like when you telling me that it's going to pass. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so it, it will pass. And eventually it did. And, just, um, and also having different outlets for the emotions helped a lot. Um, like for anger, um, to have different tools of how to let them out. Uh, you know, journaling, um, even though I hated it at first, it was a really good tool as well and um things like sadness and just knowing that you kind of have to just sit through it and let your body feel it without judgment and you know always to remember to be kind to yourself um so those type of things help me through even though almost every day i would wake up and i would be like i'm done <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah, thank <laughs> you. so true and um yeah it is 
it is overwhelming it is intense to go through that emotional release and i think that uh, what you said was very important that you needed that permission you needed you know from somebody that permission to give yourself permission to feel and go through them and don't resist and don't try to stuff them back yeah and you know recreate the old pattern by you know trying to shove them back when they come from but just to kind of surrender that's something i think it's really important to support people so they can surrender rather than resist into the process because instinctually you want to resist you don't want to do it you know as you said it's like fuck this you know like i'm out so i think that's super important that permission you know giving yourself permission to really go there and go through the experience and feel these things without judgment without judging them in or yourself that this is something bad and and then the other part that you mentioned was you know, learning how not to suppress them anymore, which is learning healthy emotional expression, learning tools, having awareness of, okay, what 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 will I do next time when I feel angry or sad or you know whatever is like what will I what would be a better way for me to to go about this like I did in the past? So it's not just you know this emptying process, but also a type of learning process that you need to go through. Did did you feel like that? Uh, yeah, definitely. And um, I remember at the beginning of like our therapy, at some point you said that there'll be a point in where I'm able to navigate my own emotions and know how to, um, not how to deal with them, but how to uh, create an outlet for it and how to manage and how to understand. And I was like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> and yeah, and here I am now. I can't, well, best of my abilities. Um, but I think having the tools, uh, was amazing um and, and like things like journaling and then having my rage sessions that I love um <laughs> and also like things like breath work and meditation like a lot of mindfulness practices that I had to implement um I have uh, like 1000 percent better awareness of my own emotions now than I had before before I feel like I was just like a toddler you know just walking around and just feeling whatever not really knowing like what I'm feeling what's happening but now I have a like much better awareness and um most of the time I'm able to recognize it and uh, find a, a way to channel it without projecting it all or going completely spiraling you know <laughs> that's pretty amazing you know so congratulations like for that and this is you know a, a, a result of the good work and this is you know also telling people that this is possible for everybody you know even though we were not we didn't learn in the past when we were kids how to do this you know in a healthy way maybe our parents or teachers still didn't know but we can relearn things right we can find better ways and we can practice that and and we can change things and that's very empowering do you feel more empowered now that you have this kind of awareness and and I don't want to say control over the emotions because people might misinterpret it to suppressing them, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Yes. Um, I definitely feel uh, proud. Um, and also you just have a different understanding in terms of like a human psyche and your own um, like emotions and why you're reacting to certain things. And you can also, um, I find I can, uh, empathize a lot better with people because I see things differently um so it definitely helps me a lot um not just connecting with myself but also connecting with others and not you know getting too upset when someone 
does something I don't like or, you know, judging somebody for feeling a certain way or saying something because now I kind of see the deeper meaning behind it. So it's uh, it's really powerful, but at the same time, it's challenging the times because you can't turn it off. <laughs> totally. I hear you on that. And, you know, this is, as I, as we said, such a big part, uh, I call this reclaiming our right to feel, you know, and to embrace that emotional side of us and that to create healthy emotional expression. That's one big milestone of the integration. So for people to understand, that's definitely part of your integration. If you never went through this kind of things, what we are talking about, that you haven't really integrated on a deeper level yet you know and this is important to understand because we want to back towards this wholeness and 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 our emotional aspect is part of our wholeness and as you said a lot of us conditioned to suppress that and to fragment and separate from that aspect so definitely you can be proud and this is a great triumph and a great milestone you know in the integration process uh, at the same time, we work a lot with the intellect and we do a lot of mindset work. Can you share a little bit about what are limiting beliefs? Because I'm sure a lot of people don't know. And if you can remember or I can remind you of, you know, just a couple of examples, what came up and what does it mean, you know, to to work on limiting beliefs and our mindset to create healing and empowerment? Yeah, um, I'll try to explain from my like from my understanding what limited beliefs are. So it's uh, essentially uh, from, you know, when you're growing up in the environment you're growing up and depending on your parents, but also your life experiences and things like that, that you build certain uh, idea or belief around, you know, relationship, life, anything, basically. And so most of the time, or for me, it was the case, it wasn't my belief, it was beliefs of my, uh, you know, parents that's kind of passed on to me that I didn't even know um, and other beliefs were just from you know certain life experiences that not necessarily represent like the reality it is right now um, so um, can you recall any in particular or would you like me to bring some that we specifically work with um, I think one of the most one of the most important ones early on that really helped me to kind of through the process was that uh I remember change is hard yeah. like I was like I was like this is so hard like I keep complaining about it. I'm like change is so hard I like why is it so hard and you're like well maybe we can flip it and it, it it's hard but also it's other things as well and when I came to um this new belief and I said well change is growth like for me, that was, I think that was probably the most important one that really, really helped me to change my perspective on things and also to help me with my process um, uh, for, you know, therapy and self-development uh, and just understanding myself and going through everything in general in life. So once I stopped thinking that, okay, like uh, change is so hard to do and looking at it, that is growth. Now it has like this different uh, outlook on it and when something happens and there's a change I don't like think this is like the worst thing um, I just be like okay so it's growth so it's good like it's I mean it might not feel good now but <laughs> it's <laughs> it is for me and it's good for me and it will change me in a good way that's awesome that's a perfect example thank you so much for sharing you explained it in such a beautiful way 
Um, do you remember, I want to mention another one, which I think a lot of people can relate to, which was, I have to be perfect to be loved. Can you yeah. talk about that a little? <laughs> yeah, that one was, I mean, I think a lot of people nowadays struggle with perfectionism and that if you're not perfect, then, you know, you're not loved and you always strive to be perfect, but then you realize there's no such thing. There's no such thing as perfection. <laughs> and uh, was it, I had just have to do my best. <laughs> yeah, doing our best is enough. That was, you know, your your different take on, you know, the same idea. And yeah, what we did was really reflect, you know, well, inquire into the subconscious because oftentimes these beliefs are not in the conscious mind. That's why, you know, uh, we use like plant medicines to expand our awareness, to become aware of these limiting beliefs. And, and the reason why we do it and why it's necessary to do this to create change is because these beliefs create a behavior that have consequences. So, you know, beliefs that you, you mentioned um, create behaviors like self-doubt, not trusting yourself, people pleasing, lack of boundaries. So these are the consequences of these limiting beliefs. So this this is how they manifest and affect our life in a way that most most of us don't desire. So like, what was your experience working with these beliefs and becoming aware of those and then shifting those? Like, like, how did that help you? How do you feel that was, you know, a big part of your evolution, you know, and awareness on this journey? Um, I think it just made me realize that um, you create your own re reality and your beliefs reflect that reality. So if you're going to say that, um, you know, life is shit and everything is hard and people are stupid and you hate everyone, well, this is exactly... Um, the type of life and the type of environment you're gonna be in uh, and it's just kind of a vicious circle because it's just gonna everything's gonna happen in your life is gonna be everything that confirms that belief um, so um, flipping it and to change it into something more um, positive and productive and different outlook uh, I just realized that um, it can really change just like even your personality and how you look at things and how you think um, like I remember I used to be such a negative person just I thought I was like the most pessimistic person on earth uh, and now it's like I'm completely different so it just changes it was just yeah like a life-changing um, like it's, it's life-changing to understand the how much effect it has on your life and that you can change your environment and your thoughts and you know even your personality well you think it's your personality right uh and to make it into something that doesn't have to be so negative and you know have all this misery and and stress and anxiety um so just kind of knowing that you kind of can create your own reality which is pretty cool <laughs> well you absolutely can no isn't isn't that like a powerful feeling yeah exactly that? Yeah, while before, you know, often we are in a state of victimhood, right? 
and yeah. blame and the injustice and all that and what you are really sharing with us now is that you know taking your power back and realizing that you have a big part in creating this experience and you can also have a uh, have a choice and create a different experience if that's what you wish to and also how to do that right that's why you have the program and the container and the support at the beginning right to learn how to do this and how to apply this you know in your life for for your own good but uh, before we get to those big breakthrough moments and that you know uh, find those gems and gifts that we are looking for first we are going into the underworld and this this journey that we are talking about is really a type of death and rebirth and and the first part of it is that death part and and the second part of it is that you know is that emergence of that new self so uh, always you know another milestone that we talk about is the dark night of the soul that is so connected with this work with this particular medicine uh, but I think it's the same that, that a lot of people don't know or don't understand a lot of people ask me what is the dark night of the soul and if I think that they have been in the dark night of the soul and I always uh, tell them that if you asking me the question, then for sure you 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 haven't been there because if you have been there, you would know that you were in the dark night. Can you share a little bit? You know how was that for you? How does that look like? You know when some when somebody is going through this point of the journey. I didn't know it was dark night of the soul until you told me that's what it was. I didn't know like the term of it, um, but it's I think what you said like death that's what I would say it feels like um it's very dark times and it was very very difficult um and I remember every, every day I would wake up and I'm like I don't think I'm gonna make it like it was really really heavy and there was so many emotions and it just felt like it never ending and you really feel like for me it felt like I was just like in this hole in the ground and I can't get out of it and um and like it felt like every day I was dying and I, I don't know if I would have made it through like if you weren't there <laughs> um but yeah and then one day you wake up and you're like oh I feel okay today it's just kind of happens and then and it's um it, it, it I guess it depends on the person how long it lasts um it was probably well the most intense part for me was probably like a week or two where it was like really really difficult I've never experienced anything like that ever in my life I don't know it was very scary it was very isolating and it was um I didn't know what was going on and uh, at some point you just don't care what's happening anymore <laughs> you just be like I just want us to be done and it feels like it's never gonna end um yeah so it's I don't know it's hard to that's, explain that's a that's a good description that of that death experience you know it's not a physical death but it's a definitely the ending of a lot of things and that type of grief and you know heaviness of of that is is I think you describe it you know in a perfect way and often you don't even know what is happening you know but but um we move through that and I think that's why not many people um, go to this point you know and and I think that's why people need support as you said because 
you don't want to go there, you know, instinctually. And even if you have awareness, conscious awareness and say, okay, I don't want to go, but I will go because this will be good for me. It's still, it is so scary and overwhelming that that can just stop you, you know, doing this. So why do we do this? You know, what's on the other side when you move through this and all this darkness and the heaviness and the overwhelm and all the processes and the beliefs and stuff like that? when we move into that next phase you know how does that look like how did that look like for you just to give people some encouragement why is it worth you know doing this whole thing um for me it was um i would say like a rebirth you are um starting everything anew like starting from yourself you kind of look at yourself and you're like i am like a newborn person and you can decide uh you know how we want to look at life and experience life and then it's also you trying different things and um you start to understand things more like do when you're going through like the dark night of soul it's so depressing and it's so hard and so emotional and then when you finally come out of it it's you see like a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel so it's very encouraging um I think it's like more of uh, discovery, like you kind of discover more of um, who you are and um, what you want in life. And maybe, I mean, you probably won't know it then, but you can start looking, start exploring and also having an understanding um, of everything that happened um, in terms of like, um, your past, your past and your experiences, your limited beliefs, things like that um, helps a lot with uh, moving forward and also um, seeing things in a very different light and understanding your triggers and things like that. So it's uh, also empowering as well. Um, but it's also, um, it's kind of like you're thrown up in the air and you don't really know what's going on. <laughs> like it's like you shut up in the sky and you're like okay we don't know what's happening now so you're just kind of floating because like in empty space because nothing left right um so yeah so it's scary but it's exciting it's exciting and then you kind of have this realization that okay uh this passed now and then it's getting better now even though you're still scared because you think okay is this gonna happen again like am I gonna (laughs) am I gonna fall back into this which you know could happen but um, for me, it's been uh, like a very encouraging to know that you can survive something like that and then you can learn from it. And now you get to kind of build your life anew and, you know, new and improved. <laughs> yeah, version version 2.0, you know, the new and improved version of ourselves. That is so true. And that's why we are doing it is like uh, the two words is like self-love and self-empowerment you know when you talked a lot about acceptance and compassion and we didn't go into forgiveness but that was a big topic too and that sense of self-empowerment you know that you have a say in things that you have power to shape your experience that you have a freedom to choose your perspective and all these kind of things that we talked about you know, uh, that's what self-empowerment means. And um, you mentioned, you shared with us that at the beginning, you were in a situation when you kind of hated your life and you were miserable and, and miserable with your job, the location, the relationships around you. 
Can you give a, like a snapshot of your life right now that what's happening in your life and kind of where are you and yeah, what have you been doing recently? <laughs> well, I quit my job. <laughs> uh, I quit my job um, and I don't live where I used to live and I um, severed all the relationship that um, didn't serve me anymore and I'm basically just traveling around and having fun and exploring and enjoying going on adventures. Um, yeah, so it's, it's great right now. I feel amazing and I don't know what I want to do or um, I don't have any plans, but <clears throat> that's kind of the beauty of it. You kind of understand that you can't really control everything. You just have to, you know, lean into it and then one step at a time you'll figure it out you mightn't figure it out now but it will come <laughs> right I remember this moment when you shared with me that oh it's so funny that before you had all this security of the job and the financials and and you controlled everything and figured and you were so miserable and then you were in a situation a while ago when there was nothing certain just go with the flow who knows what will unfold and you had zero anxiety, zero depression, zero worrying about it, when you would say that in that situation is more justified to maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to tell us about that a little. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, weird because subconsciously you think by creating everything in your life that provides you stability, right? Like you have a stable job and you have a stable relationship and you have a stable house. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if those things don't make you really happy, um, that's not really going to give you uh, the safety that you're looking for. And uh, and slowly to letting go on all of it, um, I thought at first, I was like, okay, I'm going to have no job, no house, nothing. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> this is absolute madness. <laughs> Um, and then once that happened, I don't know, like uh, after a week or two, I was like, oh, this is actually great. And then like after a month, I was like, I've never felt better. Like, this is great. I can free to do whatever I want. Um, I don't have any expectations of myself. Um, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, <laughs> but it's kind of uh, liberating, you know, you because that stability that you're building is almost is also that you're building yourself kind of like a cage that you put yourself into and you can't. Um, you can't really be free so it comes with the price I guess and then once you let go of it it's funny because now that you let go of it it's like you feel actually I actually feel more safe and I feel more free and liberated and peaceful than before like I don't remember last time I was anxious <laughs> yes that's why we are doing this just to shout out to our audience that's why we are doing this for the freedom the inner peace you know the liberation that's that's what we want instead of the depression the anxiety the hopelessness the misery of the everyday life that you know a lot of people experience and I think can relate to and these are these results that you can achieve you know if you are walking this path if you you know really commit to it if you really go deep with it and if you have support with it because you know like it's it's I don't know if you could do it on your own I I always had support you know on my path 
probably you can because you you can do everything but why would you you know when when it's so much easier with with the support with another person and and you as you shared your story like the listeners could hear how difficult it was even with the personal support you know that you were having so you can imagine guys you know how much worse it is you know when when you have no idea what's happening or what you should do about it and uh, yeah and this is why we're doing these deep dives and these longer processes to create real change that can be observed and measured and and clearly seen you know what was before and what was after and uh, if you really do a deep integration and if you really do this work your life will change completely as you said you know my life was like before like this and now it's like that and the main reason for that is because your values, your priorities change thanks to the new awareness, you know. And I remember that, you know, for you at the very beginning, we talked about what are your values. And it was strong, strength, independence, hardworking. And then <laughs> after the process, it was compassion, kindness, love, integrity, fearlessness, authenticity, gratitude. <laughs> this really demonstrates that shift in mindset in behavior you know and in everything that we are talking about here and that's why you have these results you know and and this is really a huge undertaking and a huge um accomplishment right you know to to go through this like how do you feel about yourself you know that you went through this experience how did your relationship to yourself change thanks to this experience um it changed uh, like dramatically i think and it's very common with everyone I'd, I'd say um at the beginning i didn't like myself i didn't connect with myself i didn't know who i am i would even say maybe there was part of me that hated myself there was just a lot of judgment and a lot of being hard on myself and just a lot of pressure and negativity a criticism um, there was definitely no compassion <laughs> or kindness or empathy and love um, and now it's uh, it definitely you know I, I I like myself and I constant I mean it's still a process I'm not gonna say that I'm you know, 100% love myself and I never have a negative thought. I still do, but now I have an awareness of it. And I always um, try to catch myself uh, if I'm being critical, being too hard on myself and always to remember to be kind and um, to, you know, just have empathy to myself first and, uh, you know, my inner child too. And, um, and to always start with like, love loving you you're starting from loving yourself and then you can truly love others um <clears throat> so just lots of kindness and self-love uh it's still hard to do you know um and not to be ju- not to be judgmental and criticize yourself because that's just partially the society we live in you know <clears throat> but I think I've come a really long way from who I was before and how I viewed myself and how I look at myself now and um how I even talk to myself in my head you know your inner voice it's completely different things and before it was just always just criticism and this and that and now it's more uh you know you've done enough it's okay you're doing your best it's really more positive um, thoughts yes thank you so much this is so true I think 
so many of us at the beginning are we are looking for that love and compassion and kindness and all those things you know from other people from from the external and and that's the kind of journey that we are on and and it's just you know one of the biggest teachings right of of this path is to realize that it all starts with you and it all starts within and actually you have this all within yourself and to connect with that part of you you know who embodies that instead of you know being trapped in the more conditioned aspects of ourselves and 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 that's you know it's it's all about love we say that you are the healer and love is the medicine that's kind of my motto in this work like do you agree with that now in retrospect yeah 100 <laughs> percent okay um what would be your message to people who are called to work with the mother ayahuasca and to go on this deeper journey um just do it i think everyone should do it like literally everyone in the world should do it <laughs> um if you feel like you're this is something that's calling you then just don't listen to your fears i think that's um one of the things that i learned as well that uh you know your fears will try to stop you to, from change and from uh doing something different and you know sometimes it's good but most of the time it just stops you from growing and experiencing so um, just don't listen to your fears and just try to um, really listen to like what you inner voice saying so if you really call to it do it and you won't regret it it's gonna be the best I mean it's gonna be <laughs> challenging but it's gonna you're gonna think yeah from the day you do it like you're happy you did it <laughs> Yeah, it's it's worth doing it, right? You know, that's what we are going for, that love and freedom and that, you know, to to learn to enjoy our life a little bit more, right? Yeah. And um, definitely uh, we are getting there. Um, it's, it's all a journey. So thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to share that is on your mind? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm really grateful. Like just looking back at all the times that... Um, I was feeling really like shit <laughs> and I thought like this is this is it like I'm not gonna make through any of this and fuck all of this and uh, all the hard times and looking back and it's only been like you said it was 15 months uh, to go through such a drastic transformation such a short now looking back it seems like a short period of time it's amazing and I'm really grateful for the experience and everything and just having your support as well I, like I said I would have not I would, no, would have not done it that way that's for sure um so I'm just really grateful and I'm very peaceful and grateful from where I am in my life right now and I would have done it knowing everything that I know now I would still done it again awesome that's the best recommendation for sure and to to see you know this flowering and this new uh, beginning where you're heading right now so we're gonna keep in touch and hear from you from the future as well and uh, for our audience if you are interested to doing this type of deep dive connect with me through avatarhealingarts.com and if you ever experience this type of journey leave your comments you know tell tell us what happened to you what was what were your gifts your challenges on this journey we, we would love to hear from you and i hope we see you next time stay tuned for our next episode and have a beautiful wonderful day thank you sister thank you thank you for listening and leave a comment if you enjoy this episode 
Help us grow our community by sharing this episode with your friends and subscribe to our channel to receive the latest on ayahuasca assisted therapy. To embark on your healing journey or to start a new career in psychedelic assisted therapy, go to my website, avatarhealingarts.com and get in touch. And of course, stay tuned for the next episode.